Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, and welcome to the Emotional Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast where we talk business strategy while also vulnerably connecting on emotional resilience. As the CEO and founder of Scouts Agency, a female-focused agency where we get women as guests on podcasts, and someone who has suffered from, managed, and lived with bipolar disorder, the intersection of mental health and entrepreneurship is where I find my success. If you are here, it is because you are ready to feel safe in your emotions so that you can live your life of purpose. Let's get into the inspiration, shall we? Hello and welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. I just told my husband to please turn the music off upstairs. Uh, The radio was playing and like a G6 was blasting and it is about... 3 p.m. in the afternoon on a Monday, and I'm not trying to go to the club. You know what I mean? I'm trying to record a podcast episode, talk about business, help you grow your business, talk about the last three years of my agency and what I've learned, but I do always appreciate a throwback jam. Ask my sister. The early 2000s music is everything I think we should have stopped at, so that kind of explains where I'm at today. I had a very lazy morning. Today's President's Day that I'm recording this and my team notified me that uh, it's a holiday and we take this holiday off. That's usually how uh, days off at my agency go. They let me know something's coming up and that they will be off the clock. And then I sit around and I think to myself, should I work today uninterrupted? Should I rest? And what usually happens is that I rest for the first six hours of the day and then suddenly I get the energy and I want to create in the afternoon, which is kind of the opposite for me since I am a morning person. But I did take half the day off and here I am recording this episode, which I am so excited about. Today's episode is going to be the three main reasons I believe that I have built Scouts Agency to the revenue that I have and that I have positioned us to be at a place that we can scale. Uh, March of 2022, this year, we're coming up on our highest revenue month and we have the potential to bring in so much more revenue for March as well. And As I was reflecting on this latest milestone of hitting our highest revenue month and the fact that we can take on so much more, I recognize that I have put my agency in a position to not only be an abundant moneymaker, but also I put it in a position where it has a foundation where we truly are able to scale. 
as I look around at the agency industry, I had been told so many pieces of advices that I did not follow, and I'm so grateful I did not follow them. So today, I'm going to be going over the three main reasons I believe I have gotten Scout's agency to grow 60% in 2021 and place us in a position now to scale our team, scale our revenue, and scale our impact. Our first year, we hit 100,000, just over six figures. Our second year, we grew 250%. And our third year in business, we grew 60%. So we are now a multiple, multiple, multiple six-figure business. We support a full-time team of six, including myself. And I've looked around and I see the foundation in which I've built. And I was really thinking back on what can I attribute this to? And I, and I really believe that the three things that I'm going to go over are things that are not necessarily um, so obvious or maybe even encouraged to new early agency owners. And as I have been doing some more consulting for women who have a social media business agency or a PR agency, or they work with clients, they are in the service-based business, I've been consulting them on how to get to the next step, how to grow their team, how to have that first hire, who that hire should be, et cetera. And it's kind of put me in a position where I've been able to look back and understand how to grow and scale an agency. And so because of these one-on-ones that I've been having with some of my consulting clients, I have decided to open up very formally different one-on-one offering, which to apply, the link is in the show notes, but at the end of this episode, I'm going to go into depth as to what those three options are. There are limited spaces available, but after I've kind of been working with a couple people one-on-one within the agency space, I really recognize that there is a lot of room and there is a lot of confusion and there's a lot of growth opportunities to scale. And in that uncomfortable moment where before you're about to grow and you don't know that next step, I've been able to create the roadmap that has worked for me. So this episode is going to be the three things that I believe put me in the position to create a really, really strong foundation with Scouts Agency, as well as set us up to scale. Three things that you might not hear from other people. So the first is investing in my team. And what that means is hiring full-time W-2 employees. A lot of times in the service-based world, people will hire part-time people, they'll hire independent contractors for certain things, and very early on, I was almost allergic to part-time team members. I felt as if if the agency was going to grow, I needed my team members' full attention. I needed them to be dedicated to the agency and not be distracted with other work or needing to find other work. I remember being in a mastermind and talking to other women in the industry and they would always bring up, well, you can just hire someone part-time or you can hire an independent contractor. But very early on, I understood that my agency was going to have an incredible foundation if I didn't have a lot of turnover. In pursuit of no turnover, I knew that I had to offer the women who worked for me full-time W-2 employment. I could not expect someone to work for Scouts Agency and be extremely loyal, dedicated, and be all in on what we are building if they were a part-time contractor or even if they were a part-time employee. I really believe that the fact that all of our account managers are full-time W-2, our director of clients, full-time W-2, my assistant, full-time W-2, 
has allowed us to create this team that is super, super foundational. Does that mean I've never not hired or does that mean I've never hired independent contractors or part-time people? I have for sure, but they've always been something that we need extra assistance in or while we're growing, et cetera. And one of them who started as part-time independent contractor, she then moved to part-time employee and now she's a full-time employee. So the majority of the people who have worked for me, I would say 90% of the people who have worked for Scouts Agency have been full-time W-2. And with that, I have never had a team member quit in three years. I have not had somebody quit and go work for somebody else. I believe that if you are looking to build an agency where it's not just you, but that one day you have account managers who take over your client work and you become more of a CEO, investing in your team, giving them full-time positions as a W-2 is the was the most beneficial and foundational thing I could have done for myself in Scouts Agency. I really had this hunch that in this industry with clients, turnover was not the thing you wanted. Clients want to feel safe within their account managers. They want to feel as if they have a team that's a home base. They don't want turnover in their accounts. And so in order for me to not create turnover in their lives and to create client loyalty and to create that deep bond that we do create at Scouts Agency with our clients, I knew that my team had to be all in. So the reason why today we can hold the more the most amount of revenue per month I've ever been able to hold and I never thought I'd ever get to this point this quickly is because the women that work for this agency know that I have invested in them with full-time offers. I have seen so many other agency owners go through turnover and free interns and independent contractors and the headaches that they have with their employees are so great. Ask any entrepreneur and they will tell you that having team members is the biggest headache of their life. Having employees is the biggest headache of their life. I can confidently say that that is not my case with Scouts Agency. My employees are the greatest joy of my agency. They fulfill me. They inspire me. They fill me up. I trust them. They trust me. We have a really beautiful relationship. And if you look at other entrepreneurs who are talking about employees being the biggest headache, you'll find that there's a lot of intern free work happening, a lot of independent contractors. I really wanted the people to work for me to not necessarily be this transaction. I wanted there to be deeper meaning. And so the reason why my agency is at the point where we are ready to fucking scale is because I invested in my team. I made no turnover my priority. I developed deep-rooted relationships with my employees and I put down for a W-2. I put down. Right now there are seven of us on the team and six are W-2. So that is my first thing. I think it is um, not the popular opinion, But the way I have done it, I believe, has created absolute magic. I have these girls' backs, they have my back, and that creates a work culture that is unstoppable, and our clients feel that too. I really believe the magic of Scouts Agency is sure. We are spearheading and pioneering the podcast industry through podcast tours and getting women as guests on podcasts, and that is revolutionary and new, and we were the first ones to do it. But we are successful because our clients love working with us. Uh, Every single one of my account managers cares and is supportive and loving and is lit up by their job. And so once you have a team like that, your business is unstoppable. 
I have heard from so many agency owners, so many service-based owners who are in constant flux and whose foundation isn't super solid because the free interns aren't working, the independent contractors aren't working, they're having to hire new people all the time. So my first piece of advice, if you are an agency owner and it's just you or you have one team member, once you get bigger, which I am really great at walking agency owners through the process of who's your first hire and how do you hire and when should you hire, but think in the back of your head of creating a foundation filled with employees, full-time employees to create that really strong foundation so that you can grow from being a solopreneur to an entrepreneur to a CEO. The second thing that I believe can be accredited towards my agency success is my confidence and my ability to raise prices. I believe, and I said this over and over again, that when I started my agency, my prices were extremely low. I will stand by the fact that that was the right move for me. Unless you have worked in an agency for 15 years and you have all these contacts and you're branching out to do something on your own, if you are young in your career and you are starting an agency, I really believe the the way to get your foot into the door, the way to get clients and build out experience and case studies and results is to make sure that your pricing is approachable. And so when I started my agency, our pricing was, between $500 and $1,000 a month with the majority of people, I think, paying in the 600 to 700 range. Uh, That's what I started it out with. It was on month-to-month contracts. It was very easy for people to walk into the door and work with me. However, I see a lot of agency owners not being comfortable raising their prices incrementally over time quickly. So a lot of agency owners will get stuck or a lot of service provider owners or even business owners will get stuck in their pricing from a year and a half ago. I got very, very emotionally comfortable with raising my prices. Raising your prices is an emotional process. A lot of imposter syndrome comes up. A lot of fear comes up. Your um, survival your survival gets threatened. You think to yourself, no one's going to pay these increased rates. And if no one pays these increased rates, then I don't have a business and I can't pay my team, et cetera. The spiral starts going and you begin to enter scarcity. And therefore, because of fear, agency owners do not raise their prices and then they are burnt out from working. So many clients at such a high level, clients expect a certain amount of work done at a certain caliber and quality as they should. And yet they're paying not premium pricing. So I got very comfortable very quickly raising my prices incrementally over time quickly. I personally do not believe in just doubling prices right out of the gate. I know some other people preach this, but I believe that in order to confidently sell and sign a client at your raised pricing, it has to be a little bit out of your comfort zone. It has to feel like the next level, but you also have to believe in yourself that you can play in that ballgame. So I raised my podcast tours from $700 to $1,000, then $1,000 to $1,500 a month. Then I raised them to $2,500 a month. Then I raised them to $3,000 a month. And now they're $4,000 a month for a four-month commitment. Every single time I incrementally raised that prices, I noticed that every that people still signed all the time. There's never a lull between raising prices. And so I think that every time I raise the prices, I always say to myself, who the fuck is going to pay this? And then everyone comes running. And as you build up your prices incrementally over time quickly, you get really comfortable at that next level. You are fine tuning your offering. You are 
you are increasing the value that you provide to the client. Raising prices for the sake of raising prices is not good business in my opinion. Raising prices because you are such a value add and you know that because you have experience and case studies to prove it is the right way to go. You're going to believe it, they're going to believe it, and you're going to provide the value that you know is worthy of that type of retainer. So raising prices incrementally and quickly over and over and over again is the way that I believe you get to a quality retainer that allows you to grow the business, support other people that aren't just account managers, and create a little bit more of an organizational chart within your business. So when it comes to raising prices, the two points here are that one, I see agency owners struggling to raise prices because of the fear that no one will work with them. And I can confidently say that every time I've had that fear and raised my prices, everyone keeps signing. Sure, there might be an adjustment period and there's a lot of nuances that go into this, which is what I provide and map out for my one-on-one consulting clients, exactly how to do this, how to approach your clients who are on an old retainer, how to bring them up to the new retainer, if you should bring them up to the new retainer, et cetera, how much time you should give before your entire roster is on the new retainer, how to approach this whole thing. Um, But the thing I see the most happening is that Agency owners get afraid that they'll lose business if they raise their prices, and it's just not true. And then the second thing is that I don't believe doubling or tripling your prices overnight is the way to go. I don't think you'll believe in that price, and I think that will come across when you are on discovery calls. I believe in incrementally raising your prices quickly over time. So the third thing that has helped me scale and build a very, very strong foundation for Scouts Agency is how we approach sales. I have been doing an overhaul of our sales and entering them into a CRM system and really understanding our conversion rate. We have a really high conversion rate. We convert about 35% of our warm leads. 35% of people who come to us and say, I want to work with you end up signing, which across the board in the sales industry is a very high number. But when it comes to sales, we have really understood what works for us. We've understood how to, I don't really like using the word funnel because I know it has other implications in sales and marketing and funneling is not something that I'm an expert at, but we've been able to present how to work with us in a really, really clear way. We have a discovery intake form that people can fill out. It's about asking the right questions there, making sure that the person you're getting on a call with on a discovery call to see if they want to work with you understands what your retainers are before so that they're not wasting their time and you're not wasting your time. But really, really tapping into the sales part of all this has been extremely beneficial. And our sales come from three separate areas. One, cold emailing and cold pitching has been a fundamental building block of our business. So many of our new clients come from us reaching out to them, saying who we are and that we want to work with them. Two, referrals. So once you've gotten to a point where you worked with enough enough clients, offering them a referral fee, if they bring in their friends or they refer someone who signs, you kick them back a couple hundred dollars, whatever it might be, percentage of the retainer that they sign on. And then the third is people that reach out to us because most of my job on the internet is really marketing myself as the CEO of Scouts Agency. So people who listen to this podcast, you listening to this podcast, many of you have filled out our intake form or emailed me wanting to work with me and then have become clients. Our social media, everything we're posting, being really active on there, reminding people that we exist, clear CTAs. 
getting very, very serious about a sales strategy allows you to not only bring in clients immediately, but also create this reputation and ecosystem digitally that allows people to see you over and over and over again, whether it's on Instagram or on IG Live, or they hear you on a podcast posting about what you do and why you do what you do and how people can work with you over and over and over again brings people in in a way that is extremely streamlined so that by the time you hop on a call with someone who's filled out your form, you know that this person is ready and serious. So getting very serious about how you do sales, organizing who you're on sales calls with, who you need to follow up with, getting it all in the calendar, having a referral system, having a digital online presence is so incredibly important. And I learned all of this, kind of what kickstarted this was the book Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. I will link that in the show notes as well. Very, very, very good book to kind of understand how to get your digital media presence up and running. Okay, so investing in your team by offering full-time W-2 employment, raising your prices incrementally over time quickly, and understanding your sales department, sales strategy, and how you approach sales in your business are three of the main ways I believe I've gotten Scouts Agency to a point where we have an org chart, where we have quarterly goals, where we have yearly goals, where we have revenue goals, where we're breaking revenue goals. And I've placed this agency at a point where we can scale and we're scaling together. So as I've realized all of these things, especially going into 2022 and really feeling the house of Scouts Agency and what it's made up of and how it's not made up of cards, it is made up of golden bricks and how I've been able to consult with agency owners who are either in year one or year two of building out their business and clients, I really wanted to formalize three packages on how to work with me one-on-one. Working with me one-on-one is not something I open up uh, in a very large quantity way. There are very limited seats available here since I really dedicate most of my time to podcasting, to sales, and to running Scouts Agency. But I really, really am passionate about helping other agency owners understand how to invest in their team, how to build a team, when to build a team, who to hire first, etc., how they can raise their prices and get through that mindset block and what their new prices should be, and how they can create a beautiful, beautiful streamlined system so that sales come in effortlessly and in a consistent flow. So the three ways you can work with me, I do have one-on-one hours. You can get one hour, two hours, or three hours. And the more hours you get, the uh, you get like a bundle price. The lower the pricing goes. Or if you are like, I fucking am ready to have Scout go through my entire business and show me exactly how to scale and grow this, I am opening up a couple VIP days. The VIP day is going to be an all-day experience with me. It is virtual. Or if you are in the Southern California area or if you want to come fly out, you can have a whole day with me at the Scouts Agency offices where we will get into your business. We will look at your retainers. We will look at your goals. We will look at your team. We will look at if you need a team, how to get the team, etc. And you will leave 
with complete clarity on how to grow and scale your agency. The VIP day makes me very excited um, just to know that I get to really, really go deep with someone, clear my calendar. I am yours for the day. And I hope if you do this, you come to San Diego and hang out with me at the Scouts Agency offices because that would be fucking sick. And for all of you who are like, I'm not a fucking agency owner, but I want to launch a podcast, I have a four one-on-one session package where I will help you launch your podcast. I will give you every tip and trick in my toolbox. I will set you on a launch plan, and this will be over the course of two months that we'll schedule these four sessions. And of course, payment plans are available for all three of these options. So I will leave the link to apply to work with me in this one-on-one, more intimate and personal containers in the show notes. You can also find it in the link in my bio on Instagram. I find that in my other episode that I posted a couple a couple weeks ago about how no one knows what they're doing in their business, and it took me three years to really, really understand and know what I was doing in Scout's agency, I feel like once you get to the point where you know, it is your duty to share your secrets with those who are a couple steps behind you. As women in business, as a woman in business, nothing is off topic for me. Nothing's off limits. I want to give. I want to be transparent. I want to tell you what worked for me and what didn't work for me because we truly live in a collaborative over competitive world. And I wholeheartedly believe there is room for all of us. And so if I can help in any way grow and expand your business, I'm fucking here for it. So I hope overall this episode was valuable, that you got some tangible tips, that you were able to see your business within these three main roadblocks, expansive zones, areas that we get to reframe and talk about between investing in your team, raising your prices, and understanding your sales department and marketing efforts. So with that, thank you so much for being here and I will catch you next week. I hope this episode has landed with you in the perfect timing that you need it. I hope that it gives you the courage to chase after your dreams and purpose. If you are so willing, I would be honored if you would text this episode to a friend, if you would rate the podcast five stars and write a review, and follow me on Instagram at Scout Sobel. Over there, you can find links to sign up for my newsletter, which is also in the show notes, and get involved in all of my offerings from Scouts Agency to OKSIS Podcast to this podcast. If you're looking for a deeper dive of my work, you can find my debut book, The Emotional Entrepreneur, on Amazon. I am so appreciative you are here, and I will see you on the next episode.